Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 2216. Fat Burning versus Fat Loss, A Simple Guide by Leah Heigl of idealnutrition.com.au. And I'm Dr. Neil, your very own personal narrator. Welcome to another edition of Optimal Health Daily. This is one of just a few podcasts in the world where blogs are read to you. And on this show, you get the added bonus of hearing my commentary at the end. Oh, and another bonus, on Fridays, I answer your questions. Now, to check out our other shows, just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this. But for now, let's get to today's post and start optimizing your life. Fat Burning versus Fat Loss, A Simple Guide by Leah Heigl of idealnutrition.com.au Fasted cardio and very low-carb diets have both been consistently touted as the special ingredient for fat loss due to their ability to increase fat burning. You may have heard that skipping breakfast before some morning cardio or eating chicken and broccoli, hold the rice, are the secrets to getting ripped. Both fasted cardio and very low-carb diets have gained popularity based on the assumption that if your body does not have carbs to burn for energy, it will burn fat instead. On a superficial level, it would make sense to assume that burning fat for energy would equal fat loss. But does this claim really check out? What is fat burning? Fat burning, or fat oxidation, refers to the use of fat as a fuel source by the body. Fat is stored in our bodies in the form of triglycerides. Triglycerides can be found in the bloodstream, in adipose tissue or fat cells, and to a lesser extent, within muscle. In order to be used as fuel, the triglycerides need to be broken down into fatty acids through a process called lipolysis. Your body will prioritize utilizing the triglycerides in the bloodstream and muscle first. Once these supplies have run low, triglycerides will be mobilized from the fat cells. This is where the notion of fat burning must equal fat loss comes from. Your body is literally taking fat out of your fat cells to produce energy. However, if you are not in a calorie deficit, fat burning will not result in actual fat loss. This is due to the fact that energy does not just disappear. Fat is a storage form of energy, and calories are just the unit in which we measure that energy. Let's say you're putting 2,000 calories a day into your body, and that's how much energy your body burns in a day. The body can't magically burn through its energy stores because what you are feeding it is adequate for the energy it requires. Another way to look at it is, 
your body will tend to utilize what you are feeding it the most. If you are feeding your body a lot of carbs, it will be using predominantly carbs as an energy source. Vice versa, if you are feeding your body high amounts of fat and very few carbs, it will burn mostly fat as a fuel source. This is because that is what is most available in the bloodstream. If you are continuously eating high-fat, low-carb meals, there will be a continuous source of triglycerides in the bloodstream to oxidize for energy. There will also be a higher rate of fat storage. So, although your body may be mobilizing fat from fat tissue, it will also be storing fat at the same time, equating to higher fat burning, but zero fat loss. When energy in versus energy out is balanced on a low-carb, high-fat diet, fat oxidation and fat storage is also balanced. The history of low-carb diets. Low-carb diets have been a staple of diet culture for what seems like forever. Low-carb diets have even been dated back to ancient Greece, where Olympic athletes would eat a diet high in animal products and very low in grains and other plant foods. This was thought to provide some performance benefit for these athletes. Low-carb diets for weight loss and specifically fat loss emerged in the mid-1800s. Low-carb for weight loss gained most of its current popularity in the early 1970s with the emergence of the Atkins diet. The Atkins diet has received many spin-off fad diets since the 70s, including a couple of updates of its own. The most well-known fad diets to come from Atkins are the keto and paleo diets, which both limit carbohydrate intake and promote higher fat consumption. Low-carb diet and fat loss. Since the low-carb narrative has persisted for decades, you would think that there would be sufficient evidence to show its superiority to other diet approaches. But alas, there is no such evidence. Research shows that while low-carb diets increase fat oxidation, they don't actually result in superior fat loss in comparison to higher-carb diets when calories and protein are matched. When studied, neither low-carb diets nor low-fat diets when combined with a calorie deficit have been found to be significantly better than the other for fat loss long-term. Fasted training, what is it actually good for? Fasted cardio is another term with a rich history in both diet culture and the fitness industry. It carries the same premise that if you do not have carbohydrates available as your body's fuel source, fat will be mobilized from the fat cells and used as energy instead. This is true. Fat burning is higher during fasted training versus training after a carb-rich meal. Endurance athletes even strategically use fasted training or training with very minimal carbohydrate intake to enhance their ability to use fat as a fuel source. This practice is called training low. However, once again, fat burning does not equal fat loss. Calorie deficits and fat loss. When energy or caloric intake is equal to total energy expenditure from daily activity and exercise, your body will need to tap into reserved energy stored as body fat. It will have everything it needs from the food you've consumed that day. If you want to lose body fat, you have to eat fewer calories than you expend, regardless of the fuels you use. For example, let's compare the same imaginary person on two different diets for weight loss. Both diets are calorie matched. Let's say they're both 2,000 calories. In this example, 2,000 calories per day puts this person in maintenance calories because her usual daily energy expenditure is also 2,000 calories. In other words, calories in equals calories out. 
Despite one diet containing 100 grams of carbs and the other containing 300 grams of carbs, both diets will result in keeping the person's weight stable because there's no caloric deficit in either. Now, what if we took both of those diets and made them 1,600 calories? Or in this case, calories in are less than calories out. Both diets would result in very similar, if not the same weight loss, because the body is required to take the same amount from its fat storage to make up the other 400 calories. This would reduce the size of the fat cells over time at a fairly equal rate. The greater the discrepancy between the calories consumed and the calories expended, the greater the shift in body weight. The proportion of fats to carbs in your diet is almost irrelevant. Closing thoughts. Fat burning and fat loss are not interchangeable concepts. The biggest factor to weight loss or fat loss is the old-fashioned calorie deficit. If you are not in a calorie deficit, you will not lose body fat. Some people may find that significantly reducing carbs or fat or vice versa may help them to maintain a calorie deficit and therefore make weight loss easier. But going low carb will not inherently be better for fat loss when calories are matched. Moral of the story, skipping the carbs will increase fat oxidation, but will not cause fat loss to occur, nor will it significantly increase the rate of fat loss while in a caloric deficit. You just listened to the post titled, Fat Burning versus Fat Loss, A Simple Guide by Leah Heigl of idealnutrition.com.au. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. Meta-analyses have been published looking at this very concept. Remember, meta-analyses are those big studies that basically study already published studies. Either way, they're considered the gold standard when it comes to research. So meta-analyses have been published looking at which diet is best for long-term weight loss and fat loss. In fact, I conducted a randomized control trial comparing a low-carb diet against a high-carb, high-fiber diet to see which helped most with weight loss. You want to know what I and most other studies found? Long-term weight loss and fat loss comes down to consistency. Yep, consistency. Just as today's author Leah said, when folks are able to consistently maintain a calorie deficit, they lost weight consistently. And eventually, with consistent weight loss, they lost body fat too. Another interesting result I found in my study was that 
those on a low-carbohydrate diet actually had an increase in their blood cholesterol levels and were deficient in quite a few important vitamins and minerals. But either way, it seems that finding a balanced diet that can be followed over the long term is likely most important when it comes to actual fat loss. All right, that'll do it for another edition of Optimal Health Daily. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you have a great rest of your day and be sure to tune in again tomorrow where I'll have another post for you and where your optimal life awaits.